Greetings, salutations, and welcome to Stuck in the 90s. We are your weekly nostalgia podcast chronicling the years 1990 through to and including 1999. I'm kind of talking at a slower pace today. Do you notice that? I'm going to try to amp things up a little bit. We're your hosts. My name's Chris Alfick. Yes. Yes? I noticed that. Okay. I'm Connor Thompson. Today we. Are- <laughs> this is the worst start. This is a great. Start. Oh my god, this is gonna be a long episode. Okay, okay, we're just gonna let's just breathe for a second and come back at this high energy. High energy. Okay, today episode eleven, we are bringing you March twelfth through eighteenth, where it all began in nineteen ninety. It's a little better. Seven hurt by bullet fired into a Greyhound bus out of Jacksonville, Florida. <laughs> a bullet tore through a bus. By Strike Beset Greyhound Lines Incorporated in Florida on Sunday, showering passengers with glass and debris and injuring at least seven people, according to local authorities. I don't know why I did that for so long, but I did. I, uh, it's gonna come up a little interesting on that the was recording. Like, yeah, oh, that was strong. That I was, still think we should keep it. I'm keeping it. Uh, so the attack apparently involved just one person shot, according to the sheriff's spokesman. Although none of their uh, injuries appeared life-threatening, two people underwent surgery for shrapnel wounds in the throat and side. Ooh. And all seven were taken to hospitals, uh, he said. He, I assume, being the authority. Yeah. Wait, so the attack involved one shot. Oh, one, one bullet one, shot. Like, one really oh. fucking magic bullet. Magic basically. bullet theory, I see. Predating the magic bullet. Ha, but not that magic bullet. I'm talking about, you know. I know what you're one, talking about. One, two... Three. God, that's the co- best infomercial. Such a good infomercial. It's great. We're, yeah, let's move on to March 13th. We're crushing it so far. Little Monsters was released on VHS today. Have you seen that movie? I don't know. It stars Howie Mandel as a monster under the bed named Maurice. Do you remember Oh, it? I do. Yeah. Presumably he wasn't a germaphobe either. It also starred Fred and Ben Savage of Wonder Years and Boy Meets World fame with Daniel Stern and Devin Ratray in Smaller Worlds. These two best known as Marv, one of the Sticky Bandits, <laughs> and Buzz McAllister, both from Home Alone 2, yeah. Lost in New York, and I suppose Home Alone 1 as well. It's um, lesser known counterpart. Yeah, this is a pretty, I mean, That's pretty I good saw cast. this movie for the first time maybe three, four years ago. Oh, I definitely and, saw it as a kid. I mean, I so I so if you are remembering it fondly, yep. I think I can come at it a little more... It's hot garbage? No, it's not bad. Oh, okay. It's not bad. It holds up? Like, it's still a kid's movie. It's not like it's... Winning, winning any awards, but it wasn't bad. I know I've said this on the podcast before, but we probably have new listeners. I'll say it again. Don't go back and watch Three Ninjas. If you remember that fondly, yeah. just just remember it fondly and leave it at that. Now, how do you feel about Karate Kid? Oh, fucking fantastic. Go back and watch it. Learn life lessons. Yeah, okay. I watched Karate Kid for the first time maybe at like 18 or 19. That's messed up. Fucking amazing. Though. Wax on, wax off. Oh, yeah. March 14th, man beaten for Nintendo games. What a good segue. Oh, yeah. Thieves confronted a man loading Nintendo video games into a rented truck in front of his West Los Angeles home and drove off with $41,000 worth of the popular electronics, according to police. The man, a Nintendo distributor whose name was not released, was beaten by the two robbers who tied him up inside his home in the 1700 block of Barry Avenue about 8 p.m. Monday, Detective Ron Phillips said. That is a really good detective name. Yeah, Ron Phillips. Ron Phillips. I Yeah, I trust what he, I trust he's I, on the case. Implicitly. And he's going to like, 
yeah, he's going to get the job done. Do you think he's ever cracked a skull? I don't know. One or two. Do you think he had like to turn in his badge? Phillips, my <laughs> office now. <laughs> no. God damn it, Phillips. Stop cracking skulls. He had weed. He was 13. <laughs> Jesus. The law doesn't have an age. Oh my God. Nintendo. Yeah. Wow. Don't steal Nintendo games. Don't do it. Or Detective Ron Phillips is going to curb stomp you. Jesus Christ. We're going to leave Ron Phillips for now. And we're going to talk about what happened on March 15th. The first high-speed T1 line uh, transatlantic internet connection is made over the TAT-8 fiber optic cable between CERN and Cornell University, allowing faster internet communications between North America and Europe. The federal government of Canada decides that Sikhs may wear turbans while serving as Royal Canadian Mounted Police Officers. Also, more random bullets flying around. Bullet hits doctor in chest as she sits on park bench. This is out of New York. A young doctor sitting on a bench with her brother in Central Park was shot in the chest and wounded yesterday by a bullet that police said was fired from a great distance. The doctor, Amy Rosen, 29 years old of Manhattan, was carried by her brother and another person across Fifth Avenue to the Mount Sinai Medical Center, where she is a second-year resident. She was in stable condition early that morning with a large-caliber bullet lodged in her chest near the breastbone, the police and hospital officials said. That's fucking extreme. Oh, yeah. And, like, she survived. She checked out of the hospital the next day. I looked into it. Wow. There's a lot of random bullets flying around this week. But, like, from a long distance. Was oh, yeah. Was this, like, someone fucking around with a rifle and just kind of shot it up in the air? That's, I mean, because that's, that's kind of something that freaks me out. If right? you shoot a bullet just, like, at a high angle... Yeah. It's just going to arc. It's just going to go. come right back down. The yeah. wind will take it somewhere. March 16th. Flea and Chad Smith of the Red Hot Chili Peppers are arrested and charged for an incident two days earlier at a performance in Daytona Beach during MTV's spring break coverage in which they allegedly sexually assaulted and verbally abused a female audience member after jumping from the stage. They are released on $2,000 bail. This is not okay, Chili Peppers. We need a little less. What I got, you got to get, put it in you. And a little more, what I'd like is I'd like to hug and kiss you. Consent, motherfuckers. It's a thing. Also on this date, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles original motion picture soundtrack was released, and before you get too excited, this is not the album containing Vanilla Ice's hit song Ninja Rap, as that was on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, the secret of the Ooze soundtrack. Yeah. That was a big deal. Oh, that was a such that was such a good song. Great song. Go ninja, go ninja, go. Our final story for the day, two leaders forgive and forget over a beer. Two of Europe's most extraordinary statesmen sealed a highly symbolic understanding between them in a most unstatesmanlike way on Thursday over a friendly beer in a local pub. The statesmen uh, were West German President Richard von Weizsäcker and his Czechoslovak counterpart, Vaclav Havel. They chose the 51st anniversary of the Nazi occupation of Prague to put an end to one painful chapter in the thousand-year-old relationship between the two countries and to begin a new, more hopeful one. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. I mean, if everyone if everyone could have just go out and have a beer the world would be an okay or maybe drunker place yep yeah just don't drive home afterwards well one beer just one does anyone just have one beer no i have one beer how many beers do you think uh detective ron phillips can have he can probably pound a two four he can pound a two four and then like show up to his uh, shift the next morning yeah he can show up for the shift like he probably drinks a six pack like during lunch yeah he's a big fucking deal oh march 17th We've got a patent today. You know what it's for? 
a nicotine drug patch to end smoking. It'll never work. Transdermal drug patches, which dispense medication into the bloodstream through the skin, may have a new use, helping smokers to quit. Researchers at some kind of corporation in Madison, New Jersey, obtained a patent this week for a drug patch designed to reduce tobacco cravings by dispensing nicotine in controlled doses 24 hours a day. So this is the beginning of a nicotine patch. That's fun. Yeah, that's... Well, I mean, not fun, but Not fun useful. for smokers. Useful. Yeah. March 18th, 12 paintings collectively worth from $1 to $300 million are stolen from the Isabel Stewart Gardner Museum in Boston, Massachusetts by two thieves posing as police officers. This is the largest art theft in U.S. history, and the paintings have not been recovered. Yeah. That's fucking cool. I love heists. Oh, yeah. Heists are the coolest, and art heists are kind of like, they're fancier, right? Agreed. Also on this date, uh, the Juno Awards were held, and those are the Canadian music industry's achievements uh, for the previous year. Notable winners include Alana Miles, uh, winning Most Promising Female Vocalist. Who? You know, Black Velvet. Oh, shit. Yeah. I hate that song. You hate that song? I hate that it's song. It's such a good song. No, I used to work at a karaoke place, and this oh, one woman with- Oh, that'll kill it. Yeah, this woman, this woman who had like- Black Velvet oh, God. The yeah. woman who sang it had like four teeth in her skull. It was not good. Like in her coming out of her gums, or like embedded in her skull. No, coming out of her gums. Okay. Yeah, just like four though. That'll yeah, that'll ruin. I mean, working at a karaoke bar will ruin almost any popular song. Um, one of my old managers can't stand uh, "Don't Stop Believing." Yeah, it got overplayed. Well, I mean, that's a very that's a karaoke song. Also, the tragically hip one most promising group. That's pretty cool. Accurate. All right. So we just want to quickly get through movies and music because we've got something more exciting planned for afterwards. Yeah. Uh, so in the box office this week, it's actually pretty goddamn solid. The Hunt for Red October Ooh. is in the number one spot. Alec Baldwin, we're talking, oh, what's his name? Um, Con Connery? Sean Connery. That's a terrible Sean Connery. I apologize. I would uh, we also have Joe versus the Volcano. What else is on here? Blue, Lord of the Flies. Blue Steel, which is not that Blue Steel. Oh, that's the wrong Blue Steel. Wrong Blue Steel. Um, Driving Miss Daisy. That's about it. Nothing yeah. Nothing too exciting on here, which is why we're skimming right by it. All right. Let's just briefly mention music. We're going to talk again about the top albums this week. We've got number one, Forever Your Girl by Paula Abdul. Next. Oh, Paula. Uh Janet Jackson's Rhythm Nation 1814. That's an interesting year for a Rhythm Nation. Yeah. Like, uh... The... It was a bloodbath. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, the War of 1812 was, was still going. The battle for 1814 literally happened down the street from where we grew up. I think we've mentioned that on the show before. Yeah, I didn't know Janet Jackson was there, though. Good for her. Yeah, uh, but seriously, Phil Collins Meh. with the album, but seriously, at okay, number three... Is there anything good on this list? Uh, Girl, You Know It's True, Millie, yeah, Millie Vanilli, yeah, see, that's Cosmic what I mean. Things, b 52 Soul Provider, Michael my, Bolton, okay, number that's, six. That's worth a pit stop. Also, it's spelled S-O-U-L. Of provider. course it is. That's of amazing. Of course it is. And you know what? Oh, you know what? I'm talking about this. Oh, god damn it. I mean, the Atlanta Miles I hate album that damn song. There. All right, we're done. That's it for music. All right, so we're going to kind of keep in the same stream, the same realm of movies and music. What do you do when there's nothing good playing at the movies and music sucks for some reason? You go outside. 
This is the 90s. You turn you on the watch TV. TV. This is a potentially new segment in which we're going to pick a day of the week and figure out what to watch based on what was available at the time. In the 90s, our TV selection was a little more limited uh, compared to the endless content we have these days. There were four, maybe six major networks, depending on when. And specialty channels didn't pop up until closer to the end of the decade. So yeah, why don't we just talk about the whole week? So... We're taking a look at this list, and All right, it's yeah. hard to fill f- a full day. Right? Like, TV in 1990 was not great, yeah. but let's pick out some gems here. So, Monday, 8 p.m., like, I'm you're watching, done work, you're I'm kicking your feet up. Yeah, MacGyver. Major Dad was on. I like Major Dad. And 21 tw- Jump Street. That was I mean, popular, if we were, too. If we were teens at the time, yeah. if, we wanted, if we had, you know, that soft spot in our heart for Johnny Depp. Right? Ooh, 21 Jump Street. And then at 9, we get Murphy Brown. Murphy fucking Murphy Brown. Murphy fucking Brown. Ooh, Tuesday at 8 p.m. is Who's the Boss? That's good. I like Tony Danza. Yeah? Is he the boss? He is the boss. All right. Uh, ooh, and 9, Roseanne as well. Yeah. 9.30, yeah. Coach? I fucking love Coach. Yeah, this is this is not bad. Um, Ooh, 8, 8 p.m. on Wednesday. Unsolved Mysteries, Growing Pains. Okay, Growing 9 Pains. 9 o'clock. Do we want to watch Doogie, <laughs> Doogie Howser? Hauser. Maybe. For sure. Whoa, 10 o'clock. Quantum, Quantum Leap. Leap. Yeah. Scott Bakula. Ooh. Up until <laughs> up until like a few years ago at 8 p.m. The Cosby Show. I would have like. I. It's it's so weird to think about this now. I know, right? Like. Because the Cosby Show was a good show. You can't deny that. And that's. It's just. It has such a sour taste in your mouth yeah, now. Yeah, it really does. Um, oh, that's the, actually really it for Thursday. That was it for Thursday. Garbage TV. Yeah. Friday though. T-G-I-F. Eight o'clock. Full House. Versus Baywatch. I'm watching. I'm, I'm watching, watching Full, Full House. House. I don't yeah. care about Baywatch. That's uh, this Baywatch, not the 2017 soon-to-be box office masterpiece Baywatch. I love The Rock. Oh yeah, The Rock, Zac Efron. It's gonna be good. Might not be the word, the best word for it, but great. it's gonna be a fucking it's gonna be great, fantastic experience. We are not sponsored by Baywatch the movie. We're willing to be though. Oh, Zach, for sure. Hit us up, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Just smile at us. That is payment. Oh, that's enough. all I need. Uh, Eight thirty though. We've got Family Matters. Okay. Eight p.m. Saturday. What are you watching? There's NCAA basketball. Who cares? Help. Who cares? Elf or Cops? Easily Elf. Ooh, I just have one I question love for you though. Jumping back to Friday for a second at ten p.m. Are Are you going to bed or are you watching Twenty Twenty? Oh, I love Twenty Twenty. I would. I'd be watching Twenty Twenty. But yeah, I'm I'm picking Elf. I don't, I don't like Cops that much. Oh, I love Cops. It's like. Oh, it's America's butt crack. That's what cops is. Yeah. I wonder how many of the things were out of Florida. Yeah. A lot of Florida man stories. Mm-hmm. Nine, the Golden Girls. Uh, you know, did I ever Saturday tell you, night. did I tell the podcast about the Golden Girls situation I had? No. Maybe not. So back in May, Tally and I got invited down to uh, our friend Jade and her family. They have a timeshare in South Carolina. So we tagged along. And we went down for the week, and on our way back, we stopped at a hotel in West Virginia. It was like 10 or 11 p.m. We'd just gone to the grocery store for snacks. We come back to our room. I turn on the TV, and we're catching, like, the opening scene of an episode of Golden Girls. So I commented to Jade and Tally. I was like, oh, my God, I fucking love the Golden Girls. Yeah. And they laughed. And I thought it was just, like, them laughing along with me. But what it actually was was them not believing the words that came out of my mouth. 
So we watched the episode of Golden Girls, and it was like a two-parter where President well, Bush was coming to town. President Bush, was like, yeah, okay, yeah, and he was coming to town, but then like they were going to meet him. Like a CIA or a, not CIA, a Secret Service member comes to the door and says that President Bush wants to meet some local residents, and he and you know he'd like to potentially stop here. So they were asking the girls questions, and it's a whole thing. So the next episode goes to start, and Tally looks at him. She's like, "We're watching this again." And as the theme song is playing, I sang along with it word for word because I legitimately love the Golden Girls. And they're looking at me like I'm the asshole for singing this song. <laughs> okay, one of the best things about staying in a hotel is being able to just watch TV. Right? I don't know why. Like, if Golden Girls comes on, like, if there's nothing else on, I got nothing else to do, I'll watch it. But if I'm in a hotel and Golden Girls comes on, don't bother me for 22 minutes. Yeah, I am busy. Uh, so did President Bush show up? He did. And B shit talked him the whole time saying yeah. that she was going to give him a piece of her mind. And then she went limp noodle as soon as he knocked on the door. She couldn't even get like, hello, Mr. President out of her mouth. I mean, hey, sometimes when it gets to performance time, it was shit it, happens. Oh, it was classic B. Arthur. I'll talk no action. All right. Let's finish out the week. What uh, what were we watching on March 18th? That's Sunday. Ugh, not yeah. much. 60 Minutes is on. Yeah. Ooh, America's Most oh, Wanted. Yeah. That is that's what I'm that's what I'm sitting down to TV. I'm playing outside 7:30. I'm coming home. I'm getting my second dose of Bob Saget for the week yep. in America's Funniest Home Videos. Uh, at eight o'clock, I'm watching The Simpsons obviously because at 8:13 I'm not watching Murder She Wrote and maybe Married with Children at nine and then I'm probably off to bed. I watched some stuff as a kid that I should not have watched. Like Did you I watch was Gunsmoke. No, but I was way into Cops. I was way into America's Most Wanted. I love that stuff. Okay, I was a little more into America's Most Wanted than Cops. The two complemented each other so well. Oh, they sure did. And that's that's the week. Guys, let us know what you think. Should we keep talking about uh, what was on? We've got archives of most of the shit that was on TV for most of the 90s. And we can go through this if you want. We've got nothing but time. Yeah, let us know. 90s news now. Are Canadians muggles or nomads? We still don't know. We have no fucking idea. We also haven't been tweeting J.K. Rowling, but... We don't want to talk... Yeah, we don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Moving on to this week on Every Week this on the Show. definitely just copied from last week. Oh, shit. don't know. Skipping this week on straight into our 90s spotlight. Uh, you looking... start talking about that. I'm going to see if I can pull up this week now. Okay. All right. Well, looking outside is a winter fucking wonderland here. I yep. swear it has not snowed in months. Uh, it's snowing right now. Chris has a driving test on Tuesday. Yeah. And between Monday and Tuesday, we are slated to get, I shit you not, 25 centimeters for our american friends that's about 11 inches of snow yeah this is like we've had a pretty mild winter january and february had moderate snowfall here and there but i don't think it ever lasted more than a week <laughs> oh, because screwed. of that i didn't plan my driving test because you know winter is a thing it could snow at every time at any time at every time halfway through march i thought i was safe you would think uh, i'm not looking forward to that yeah you're pretty boned but you know what we are looking forward to, or at least what we would have been looking forward to in the 90s? March break. Good save. Oh, man. I loved March break. Obviously, all kids love March break. But I only, I mean, we're Canadian. So I only remember one or two where it was actually warm enough to play outside. There were a couple. Like, uh, there'd, there'd be melting snow on the side of the, on the, side of the yeah, road. Yeah, that, like, dirty gray stuff. Oh, yeah. So we wanted to take just a couple minutes to reminisce things that we did over our march breaks in the 90s 
I remember my dad took my brother and I to the Buffalo Zoo, which is actually pretty nice for a zoo. You would not equate to Buffalo with anything nice. However, I remember we went for lunch out by the airport and there was this restaurant called Tiger Cats, not associated with the CFL team out of Hamilton. And they had, it was like right by the airport. So you could see the airplanes taking off and landing, which was cool enough. But every booth had a telephone where you could pick it up and listen in to the air control tower at the Buffalo airport. So you could hear the controller like lining up planes to land and giving them their runways and all that sort of fun stuff. It was super cool. Yeah, that sounds that sounds really awesome. I mean, even now as an adult, that would be really cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was actually super cool. Mm-hmm. We also spent a couple like usually it was just like we'd go out for a day somewhere over the March break. I remember we went to Palladium a few times, which I don't know if it's ever, but it's pretty much just a massive arcade. Um, but instead of using coins, you could get a card and you would either preload money onto it or time. So we'd go to Palladium for like four hours. That's pretty cool. I never went to Palladium growing up, and I still remember that oh, yeah. not going. I still remember that lack of experience. It's still open. We can go. Yeah, but it's not... Uh, arcades aren't the same as they used to be. But, uh, well, they kind of are, though. A lot of the I games are. I mean, and I are. think that, might be, the, that <laughs> might be the problem, yeah. The arcades potentially haven't been updated in 20 years. Yeah. And something there about some the cool Palladium games. just seems so unreal in the 90s oh it was intense because yeah. we went from like these little tiny arcades that you would find in like a mall or something yeah, to this exactly. massive something taking complex. up a regular retail space yeah. to oh yeah and like arcade. they were legit like they had a batting cage they had uh the one in mississauga at least had a go-kart track outside a go-kart track oh yeah that's pretty cool i haven't been go-karting in a long time me either What'd yeah. you do over March break? Like most of my March break was just spent like going outside playing yeah, or video out games, with friends, yeah. playing video games. That's what most of my March breaks were. Enjoying a week off of school in the middle of the year. Adults need a March break. I know. Like that would be a fucking amazing thing. Just some kind of government mandated March break. Stat holidays are awesome here and there, but having a collective amount of days off, that'd be something. Let's petition for that. Yeah. Real adult March break. Let's make it a thing. I don't know how. Probably won't happen, but we can dream. March break. We're and bringing it back. that's what I did in most of my, my March break. I dreamt about what you could do. I don't know. That was a terrible segue. I just played with friends. I probably went places with my dad. We probably went over the border. We never went to the zoo or anything, but maybe we went over to like Niagara Falls, New York and went to like Ponderosa Steakhouse. I fucking love Ponderosa. Yeah, it was That buffet good. was legit. I know. I'd go. I'd Ooh. love the tacos there. Yeah, me too. Yeah, that was that was Wait, probably one of the one of my fondest Niagara Falls, New York memories. Brief segue. All right. Why is French dressing in America so much better than it is in Canada? The French dressing. Is that a thing? Yeah, the French salad dressing at Ponderosa was fucking legit. I'm going to speculate here, and I'm just going to say high fructose corn syrup. Yeah, maybe. Moving probably on not. to our sponsorship segment. Every episode, we bring you a sponsor. Sometimes they're legit. Most of the time, it's crap we made up. Uh, this time. Is, is, is a sponsor. This week's episode of Stuck in the 90s is brought to you by partaking in peanut butter products in public places, or oh, yeah. at least like at school, school or work, probably. Do you remember enjoying peanut butter in public? I do. I, I, I don't, but like, I like the freedom, the, the ability to choose. I had peanut butter the other day. Now, let's let's be real. We don't want anyone to die because I'm eating a peanut. Not I, really. Not really. However, 
I feel like it's a, a delicious food segment that's being taken away from me. And there are a few safe havens left. For example, Five Guys Burgers and Fries has a bucket of peanuts. When was the last time you saw a bucket of peanuts? Oh, yeah. Yeah, bars don't have that Bars anymore. don't have them anymore Do because they got scared. you remember going to a bar in the 90s and, like, just <laughs> eating peanuts? Yeah. Well, we used to go. There's a place in town called Michelangelo's. Yeah. And we used to do, like, the, like, football picks there. Okay. And so as when they opened, they had those big barrels of peanuts. Like the floor was covered in peanuts. Oh, yeah. Shells. You couldn't walk, but yeah. it was it was good because you just fill up on peanuts. And now all these weak people with their stupid allergies and life-threatening problems are ruining peanuts forever. I can't, I can't even get through that sentence. It must be terrible to deal with that. Oh, yeah. To have a peanut allergy must really suck for so many reasons. Most being that you can't enjoy peanuts or right? peanut butter. Like, you can't, like, peanut crumble M&Ms. up. Oh, my God. Like, crumbled up peanuts on, like, a Sunday. Oh, oh. yeah. Things, hey. things fried in peanut oil. You know what's open now? The Avondale Dairy Bar. I saw that on their Instagram. Yeah. Avondale Dairy Bar is an ice cream place uh, out in Niagara-on-the-Lake that is goddamn delicious. Yeah. Um, if you're ever in the area, definitely make a detour. If you're the person planning your trip, you're going to seem like such a fucking smart person. Oh, you smart for making that deta- For making that detour. It's going to be like, wow, how the fuck did you hear about this place? That ice cream was awesome. Be warned, though. I'm pretty sure some of their products contain peanuts. Oh, uh, most of them do. Yeah. And, that and that's what amazing. makes them delicious, so right? So if you have a peanut allergy, maybe stay away from there. Stay away from Five Guys. And don't, if you time travel, don't go into a bar because peanuts are everywhere. It's true. Do you like how we kind of like inadvertently sponsored an actual business in the middle of our sponsor? Yeah. Avondale Dairy Bar, reach out to us. Yeah, well, uh, we'll take an ice cream. Fuck, I, that's good enough. Ooh, can, one ice cream per episode. I'm one ice it. cream per episode. Yeah, yeah that's not even very much. I want a deluxe Sunday. That's not even ten dollars. It's okay though. If you would like to sponsor an episode, ten bucks. Reach out to us. Maybe food. We'll we'll we're gonna get creative with the interpretation of ten bucks. Absolutely. Uh, do you have anything else to add to this episode? Uh, I'm going to briefly talk about what episode of The Simpsons was on this week because I've looked it up. Nice. Life on the Fast Lane. This is the ninth episode of Simpsons' first season. This is the episode where it's Marge's birthday. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Homer gets her the bowling ball. Yeah. That's named a, Homer. That's a great gift. And Marge almost cheats on him. Yeah. She this loses her a, mind. This is wild for season one of The Simpsons. The things that they're exploring, like potential infidelity, how shitty of a husband Homer is, uh, it's crazy. And yeah, I just wanted to very briefly touch on that because that would have been on Sunday night at eight. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, we know that. We do. Uh, as always, you can find us online, stuckinthe90spodcast.com, facebook.com slash stuckinthe90spodcast, Instagram, same thing, Twitter, SIT90s. We're tweeting a bit, maybe. We're going to send some tweets to JK. Maybe. Well, I've been putting things on Instagram. Yeah. That's the thing. Also, you can find us on Instagram at Stuck in the 90s Podcast. Mm -hmm. Oh, there's one other thing I wanted to add. Yeah. Just very, very quickly. As some of you know, we made a coloring book. It's full of leaners. It's called Cockadoodles. Oh, yeah. That's still a thing. If you are in Ontario and want to at very least see what we are talking about, you can now go into any love shop across the province and you will find Cockadoodles, a very adult activity book. Yeah. And if you can't find it, they sold out, but they can get more in because we're we're stocked. Yeah. Walk in there, ask about it, say there's this really cool coloring book. I want to take a look at it. It's full of ding-dongs. Generate some buzz. Oh, yeah. All right. So last thing to do is select what we're doing next week on the podcast. As we've mentioned, 
We have said Ugh. we have retired the wheel. Fuck that wheel. Um, as we've also said, it's snowing out. Too cold for a Viking funeral. So yeah, we're not saying goodbye to the wheel just yet, but we're gonna tell you what we're doing next week, and that's gonna be 1995. Oh. What days? Probably a day starting in March 19th, ending in seven days after that. March 19th to 25th, 1995. That makes a lot of sense. Good counting. We will see you there. Yeah. Use my fingers. All right. But for now, the podcast podcast is is now over. Now over.